Hi, this is Sometimes in Life with Noura Karim, the podcast, where I help you hold conversations with yourself and with others that build. I believe everything starts with a healthy heart. And in this Ramadan series called What I Learned, we're going to engage our hearts in hopes to help close the gap between how we see ourselves and what Allah, the Creator, told us about us in His book. Today I want to talk about emotions a little bit more on a broader perspective. And I want to bring in the ayah again. خُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ هَلُوعَ إِذَا مَسَّهُ الشَّرُّ جَزُوعَ وَإِذَا مَسَّهُ الْخَيْرُ مَنُوعَ You know when people say that, oh, I'm just born this way, I'm just an angry person, it's not up to me, what can I do? You know I get angry really fast, why do you trigger me, why do you make me do these things? Or, oh, there's just no hope in me. Are these statements true? Do we really have no control and choice over these things? Here's what I learned about this ayah. The word that God uses. خُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ هَلُوعَ إِذَا مَسَّهُ الشَّرُّ جَزُوعَ وَإِذَا مَسَّهُ الْخَيْرُ مَنُوعَ خُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ هَلُوعَ which means he was born and created with a tendency to act which means in a reactionary way that is not healthy and not thought about. Like it's just unhealthy way of reacting and responding to things. Whether it's good things or bad things, if bad happens to him, he tends to freak out. And if good happens to him, he tends to want to keep up for himself. In this word, in the Arabic language, هَلِعْ means it's a hala, not a sifa. So it's a state and not a characteristic. So هِيَ hala وَلَيْسَ sifa, Which means that we have choice. It's not that I'm just born this way and that's it. There's nothing I can do about it. It's a state that we have the tendency to get into and I believe we all have different tendencies. But it's not a done deal thing. This is the way that human beings, Muslims and non-Muslims, were created with this tendency. If it's a state that we have a choice, whether we choose to act this way or we choose not to, and if we're in the state, we have a choice on what to do in order to get out of this state. So it's not I am an angry person. It's I am angry right now. I am experiencing anger. To me, this is so empowering because like in therapy and coaching sessions, the first thing that I help my clients do is put this emotion or this thing that they're struggling with outside of them. So it's not part of your identity anymore. Because when you have something so close to you that you're holding so tight, let's say I'm an anxious person, and I am holding it so tight that it's my identity now. I am an anxious person. I have anxiety disorder. It's part of my identity. And yes, I do believe that God tests us with different challenges. So my challenge might be that, yes, I do get anxious fast. I can get freaked out fast. I can see different possibilities, bad possibilities happening in the future, and it freaks me out, and I tend to get anxious faster than others. This is my challenge in life. So yes, you might have that tendency or easy for you to get in that hala, in that state, easier than other people. This is your challenge in life. 
But does that mean that you don't have a choice? In this ayah, خُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ هَلُوعَ هَلُوعَ gives the impression that we do have a choice. So in those sessions, the first thing I do is help clients bring that thing that they're holding so tightly outside of them. Because when it's outside of you, it's not part of your identity, you suddenly can be able to study it from a third eye, from a third point of view. Why is it there? What does it need? What do you need to do in order to put that story to rest? What do you need to believe about yourself in order to see yourself differently, behaving differently, acting in the way that you want to be? We can have these conversations that are empowering conversations that take you to where, from where you are to where you want to be and where you need to go. When we are able to address this thing in a way that's not so close to us, Art therapy is a perfect way to help that make that happen, and I'll tell you why. Because in a session when I'm with a client, and they're holding things really tight, when they're creating a drawing, when I ask him to make a drawing, and let's say we took the anxiety example, so let's continue. When I ask a client to draw anxiety, and they put anxiety on a paper, it's suddenly a drawing. So we can have a conversation about the drawing. What does the drawing need? Why is it there? What's it trying to tell you? It's outside of them. Fishway a distance. Where there is distance, there is an opportunity to see it differently. To engage with it in a conversation where it's not too personal and we don't need to protect ourselves because we need to protect our identity. Because identity is a big thing. That's who we are, all of us. That's our core. Being able to put a little distance is healthy sometimes. And then when we have it figured out, we can pull it a little bit closer. The part of it that we want to keep, we can pull it a little bit closer, put it inside of us, and then be able to create that shift that we need in order to see ourselves differently and therefore act differently and be this, create that shift in our identity that takes us to a new possibility for ourselves. I hope I'm not confusing you with all of these big words. But what I really want to say and leave you with is that you and I have choices. Yes, we have different challenges, different things that God put in us. That yes, God created us in different shapes and forms and we are all to work with what he has given us. Good and challenging, strengths and weaknesses, what comes easy to us and what doesn't come easy to us, what we need help with and what we can help others with. And to remind you about the end of the ayah, though those who can control their emotions, good and bad in both situations, are those people that are engaged in prayer, constant prayer. What I want to say is that even on an emotional state, some things come easy to me. Being aware, knowing how we were created, and then being able to know, okay, this is my struggle, and this is how I will work with it, and maybe even finding support in other people is important. If you would like to take an assessment and see how much you're currently using daily emotional social skills that are important for our well-being, like problem-solving, emotional expression, assertiveness, 
positivity, stress tolerance. I'm certified in an assessment. I will leave a link in the description attached to this podcast that will take you and where you can find more information on the emotional intelligence assessment that I am certified in. And it's one of my clients' favorite assessment, my own as well, because until now, even though it's been a few years since I have taken the assessment, I still find new insights within it. Okay, this is why I act this way, this is why. So say, for instance, for me, one of my strengths is um, I'm really good with reality testing. I can see things for what they are. I can see the things around me, and I'm really good at figuring out what's really happening. Comparably, my problem-solving skill is a little bit lower than my reality testing. So therefore, I'm able to see a lot, but I'm not always sure how to solve the problem. Because comparably, I see more than I can solve, which creates a gap and which creates a little bit of a struggle for me. I see more than I can fix. And therefore, I can easily go في حالة الهلع. أكون إنسان هلوعة when I can see too much and I can't solve it. Being aware of this gave me a lot of tools because now I suddenly have choices. This is what's happening. Maybe I need to lean on someone that's better at problem solving, which maybe, in my case, that would be my husband, to help me with it in order for me to be able to get myself out of that state of هلع into a state where I can make choices. And again, do not underestimate the power of prayer. And then do the work that you are asked to do. So if you do want to take this assessment yourself, the link is attached to this description below. And you can always book a one-on-one session with me, a free discovery session with me to have a one-on-one personal conversation on what is what it is that you are looking for and what you're hoping I can help you with. And we can take the conversation from there. You also find the link to be able to book that one-on-one discovery session attached to the description below. This was Sometimes in Life with Noura Karim. Subscribe to the podcast and share with family and friends. I will be doing one podcast every day for the next 30 days of Ramadan. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.